welcome to Charts and Hearts. I'm Sarah, and she's Lindsay. And together we're working our way through an epic list of rom-coms in order to find and categorize tropes in the hopes of creating the nerdiest spreadsheet podcasts have ever seen. Today, we are talking about 1998's Shakespeare in Love. <sighs> Not really a Shakespeare adaptation. No, uh, but, but okay. it felt like an important addition to the, yeah. to the month. Because it also, like, timing-wise, it kind of ties in with... The other ones, like this was 1998, that's 10 things, true. this is 1999. Nine. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Yep, yep. Yep, yep. You know, and it's it's an experience. <laughs> yep, it's a movie that happened and yep. is weirder now. Yeah, be, I think a, a lot of it, like, it totally holds up because it's like a historical film, mm-hmm. but like the casting choices don't yep. hold up. No. <laughs> necessarily. No. Nope, nope, nope. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this movie is like a fictional, very fictional, oh, completely retelling of like Shakespeare's sort of early career, the writing of Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, it stars uh, Joseph Fiennes as William Shakespeare and Gwyneth Paltrow as the person he falls in love with, mm-hmm. and basically the rest of the English acting world as yeah. everybody else. As everybody else. And then also Ben Affleck. And Ben Affleck, but <sighs> we don't need to talk about him. Um, nope. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's our first not a happily ever after. I think so. I don't, I can't imagine we would have done another not a happily ever after. No, so I think like, this is our first. Yeah. Maybe this isn't technically a rom-com. It is quite funny in places and it is very mm-hmm. romantic. Yeah. So therefore... We included it because um, it's yeah. our podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I think it counts. Like, yeah. Um, actually, our first not happily ever after was West Side Story, but that's on the Patreon. So. Oh yeah, sorry. I meant on the on the main on feed. The main feed. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. Yep, man. I totally forgotten that Colin Firth was in this movie. I don't know how. I know. I thought about it a while ago because I was like, "This is our first Colin Firth movie," and then I was like, "This is our second Rupert Everett movie." <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> Yep. I think probably last for a different movie, unless he shows up somewhere else. I know he's in Midsummer, but I don't think we're gonna do that. Not yeah, Midsummer. Midsummer's my dream. Yeah. So I don't know. He's in lots of things, but yeah, I don't know what else yeah, we would do. I guess we'll yeah. see where we go. Because always... it's definitely not our last Colin Firth movie. Oh don't no! Worry. Don't worry. We, probably we are could figure out a month with even without yeah. doing uh, Austin adaptations, which. Spoiler alert, is another month. <laughs> yep. Yeah, because, yeah, if you aren't sure, we are massive Colin Firth fans. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. it's just not just. Yes. Okay. Well, I don't even know where to start, because, like, it is a big epic movie, obviously. Like, they mm-hmm. put a ton of money into this. It was yeah. definitely Oscar bait. Like, I'd forgotten, but this movie won Best Picture over... Um, Schindler's List. No. No, Saving uh, Private Ryan. Saving Private yeah. Ryan. Mm-hmm. Which is like, um, no. Yeah. Uh, the I Hate It But I Love It episode for this mm. part, um, movie talks a lot about the sketchiness mm-hmm. of Harvey Weinstein. Not from, you know, all of the things that you already know. Yeah. But, just no, like, like all of the money that he threw at people to make this win and probably to yeah. make Gwyneth win. And like, even in the trivia, there's all sorts of things of like, he like made things, he like tried to get things 
get it a different rating. He tried to do this, he tried to do that. He, like, he got Ben yeah. Affleck in this movie just because he wanted to be, like... Yeah, like, they pushed yeah. for a PG-13, and there's, like, new... There's breasts, like, so much breasts nudity. and so much sex. Yeah. Like, very casual... Like, people have conversations while they're having sex with yeah. other people. Yeah, and it's, like, frequently. one of the best montages is there, like, the sex while they're writing. Yes. But, yeah, the um, other people having sex, they're constantly having sex and talking to people. Like, yeah. Yes. Yeah, like, there's there's both, like, romantic sex mm-hmm. and also, like, very casual, like... Casual sex, yeah. Casual sex. Yeah, and then, yeah, so he tried to get it, like, a PG-13 rating, which is... Mm, dubious yeah um, yeah oh man and then okay maybe this belongs in hot takes but i don't think so like judy dench is amazing in this movie mm. she plays queen elizabeth she's in it for under six minutes and she won the best supporting actress yeah oscar i don't disagree with her winning it i do kind of disagree with her getting nominated in the first yeah. place though if mm-hmm. that makes sense like it does yeah she I is think, a, like yeah I don't know. I would have to look at who else was nominated that year if I knew mm, anybody I, else. But she's amazing. Yeah. She's absolutely incredible and steals the movie. Yes, um, I did and... look, and there was no there was no role that was as memorable. Mm, um, okay. But there, like, uh, oh, I can't remember now. Anyways, like, but I think the Oscars isn't just about like giving a memorable performance. It's about giving a no. good performance. Yeah. And, like, and I think, yeah, that's yeah. definitely a problem with Oscars, especially mm-hmm. back then, but still now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just yeah. like, who can be the most fancy or something? Yeah, basically. Know. And she gets amazing costumes. Like, yes. holy moly. <laughs> totally. Um, and then this was the year, too, of, so this movie came out, and then also the Elizabeth came out mm-hmm. with um, Catherine, or Kate Blanchett as... Queen Elizabeth. Ugh, and they're both Joseph, so good. Joseph Fiennes. And, yeah, and Joseph Fiennes. And there's a couple other people that are in both, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is hilarious. Yeah, this was when I was, like, a little bit obsessed with Joseph Fiennes for a little while. He was incredibly attractive in this movie. Fair enough. You see a lot of his, like, V-neck chest. Yep. Which, from having gone down some rabin- random YouTube rabbit holes of, like, historical costuming, like, that white sort of blousey shirt that he wears all mm. the time that's barely done up, that's undergarments. Like, yeah. you would wear that under a couple other layers. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, it's the thing that's, like, easy to watch, cheaply made. And, like, yeah. yes, he was poor, but still, he was also trying to, like, fit in in society. So, yeah. like, I could see, like, around his home when he's writing and stuff, but he would not just be wearing that with, like, a jacket. No, about. He, yeah, missing some. It's like clothing. basically, yeah, you're missing at least a layer. Just like so, he's the Ryan Atwood of his time. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> just running around in his underwear. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, so the note you have where he's unraveling her chest wrap yes. is is really beautiful. Um, and that yeah. whole that whole montage of them having yeah. sex and like saying the lines together, and he's writing like that. Like, there's definitely parts of this movie that get me. Oh yeah, so swoony. Yeah. Yeah, just the visuals of her spinning and twirling while he's mm-hmm. unraveling her is just like, I don't know. Yeah. I think because of, like, this came out at a pretty formative time mm-hmm. for us, like, I don't know, it's just pretty iconic. But yeah, that whole, like, sex montage is very swoon-worthy. Yeah. And yeah, like, the overlay of the dialogue that he's writing with them at, like, oh, it's just really, really good. And, mm-hmm. like, I mean, I guess we should talk about the Gwyneth Paltrow of the whole thing. I mean... I'm not her biggest fan, obviously, no. but she is 
like fine to good in this. Like, yeah, I think I'm a fan of Gwyneth in the '90s. Yeah, and I'm a f- I'm I'm more of a fan of her acting than yeah, her than her other choices. business yeah choices. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so like she's good in this. It's weird to me that like they cast everybody British except basically mm-hmm. her and then Ben Affleck, mm-hmm. who only got cast in this because he wanted to like go to England with his girlfriend at the time. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Which, like, can't you just do that by yourself? Like, I don't. Yeah, know. yeah, it was strange. So, I think, like, the casting of her as a huge star at the time was, or was she even that big of a star at the time? She was. Know. She was a super. Was. Yeah, nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, she was a okay. huge star. Um, so I think this was kind of like her pinnacle, and then it kind of. Yeah, I guess so. And then, well, like, this was her pinnacle of, like, being a star for, like, being famous for an act, being an actor, not Mm -hmm. being famous for being famous, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, she is good in this role. Like, she's, like, I think she's really good, but it also seems interchangeable in a very sort of, like, Harvey Weinstein kind of way of, like, just get me the prettiest actor who can do a good British accent. Like, Mm -hmm. it, it doesn't feel specific to her. No, it's not. Yeah, definitely. But sorry to clarify, that's not a her problem, that's a writing problem. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, she's just like generic, beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then... Oh, yeah. Oh. Go ahead. You go. No, you go. I was going to say, there's so many, maybe too many in-jokes, other future Shakespeare lines and stuff. Like, we talked yeah. about this in uh, the other two adaptations, and like, yeah, this is the purpose of, like, of them throwing it out, and it's so funny, haha, but mm-hmm. also sometimes you're like, but maybe less? Yeah, yeah, like, apparently, and, like, unless you were a Shakespearean historian, I don't think you'd know, like, the kid that has the rats that's, like, super creepy, Mm. he's, like, a future playwright in sort of, like, the next generation of playwrights, like, the Jacobin, Jacobin playwrights, which, like, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have known except for reading IMDb trivia, and, like, he does, like, like, so much of his dialogue as he's, like, writing, but also just talking is Shakespearean, like, future mm-hmm. quotes of things, which, like, yeah. makes sense, but it was, I mean, it, it was, was a lot. Much. <laughs> yeah, and the little kid was, like, so heavy-handed. It was like, yes. okay, I am supposed to look this person up. This is on purpose mm-hmm. when they're like, what's your name? I'm like, uh-huh, okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was a bit weird. Also, I read in the trivia that they didn't credit Shakespeare which is right and also weird and it's I don't understand like you don't have to pay for it it's free it's fair play yes. or whatever it's called but like that's yeah no it's it's all public strange. domain but like you could put yeah. in the credits because like a third of the dialogue is like <laughs> straight from Shakespeare <laughs> or yeah. other stuff yeah or other stuff yeah yeah like Twelfth Night and mm-hmm. so many things yep 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 okay should we talk about the amazing supporting cast First, I have two other little things. Excellent. One is that theaters being closed for the plague is a different <laughs> feeling now than it yep. was when I first watched this movie. Oh, yep, yep, yep. And then like people pushing to reopen them, and it like yep. being very political about closing the yep. plague. Yep. Like, oh boy. Yep, yep. And the other one is my hilarious joke about <laughs> how Lord Wessex gets five thousand pounds for marrying. Gwyneth Paltrow, and that's not a lot, and he should hold out for Mr. Darcy, because he gets 10000 a year. Everybody yeah, but this already. was, like, a few hundred years before, so I know. inflation. inflation. But it's just like, <laughs> just, like, he's just standing there, and he's like, here's 5,000 pounds. I'm like, come on, Darcy, you can do better than that. You're yeah. Darcy. 
I know. And also, like, stuff that I didn't really necessarily pick out at the time of, like, him talking about going to a tobacco plantation. And it's like, mm. oh, of course you're a slave owner. Or, like, yeah, want to be a slave owner. Yeah, that's a question I have. In mm-hmm. 1593, like, I know Virginia was a thing, but were they yeah. calling in America? I don't know. Like, I'm not, obviously, so. the rest of the movie isn't historically correct, but, like, that one is always the one that, like, jars me for some reason. It seems yeah. really early for that one. Yeah, word. I don't know. Yeah, it, it seems like it was, like, the Virginia colony, not, yeah. like, all of America. I don't know, yeah. though, when the term America was started to use. Me either. Yeah, and then the other thing, too, is, like, this movie is so white, um, mm-hmm. and, like, in the 1500s, like, if they were... I don't know, like, I'm assuming at the very least there would have been enslaved people in England at the time, but also, like, and like other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, not surprising. It was the 90s. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, let's talk about the supporting cast. Okay. It's got everybody. Everybody. So Jim Carter, who plays Mr. Carson in Downton Abbey, is... The most adorable. He's oh, the actor so who ends up playing the nurse in Romeo and Juliet. And then his wife, Imelda Staunton, <laughs> is in it, who playing Viola's actual nurse, which is adorable. That is adorable. I love them both so much. And I still find it hard to watch Imelda Staunton and not Me too. find her evil. Be mad because, at her. Yeah. <laughs> or like just it's assume gonna be she's going to be evil. She's just... She's going to be that way forever because that's yeah. who, what it is. So it's going to be really interesting when the crown comes out. I know. But I think the crown might actually like fix it for me. Fix we'll it. See. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because the Downton movies um, helped a lot. But then, yes. but then we watched Much Ado, and she's not. She's the unwittingly evil person in that. She's not. It's not her fault. Yeah. But she's a little sketch, and so you're like, oh no, maybe she's not trustworthy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and, then and this, she little... just gets all horned up, which is pretty funny. Yeah, and she um, is a little bit like untrustworthy. It all turns out okay in the down in when she's in Downton, but it's true. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're secret. both amazing. Um, I don't even know. Like, there's just so many people. It's like, oh, um, it's that guy from that thing, Arthur Weasley. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah he's the guy amazing. with the stutter who the stutter. was so good. And actually, like, I was like, oh yeah, that is. For real, because, like, a lot of actors, like, maybe not a lot, but, like, mm-hmm. more than you would expect, actors have, like, a history of stutter- stuttering, and they got into acting or, like, public speaking to help with their stutter, because a lot of people, if they're, re- like, depending on their um, stutter, it, like, is improved when they're, like, reading lines or playing mm-hmm. a character rather than, like, just trying to talk as themselves. So, yeah, I think, like, you know, you hear about a lot of actors who, like, had problems with stuttering and now they're like famous actors and it's mm-hmm. yeah that's yeah speaking of got over it stuttering and colin mm. firth jeffrey rush is amazing in this mm. movie i love jeffrey rush he's so good he's so good and oh who's the other guy the the evil guy the aerial uh burbage i don't know who the actor is but he's really good simon oh simon come... callow was who i was thinking right yeah when yeah. he comes in the master of the rebels speech yeah oh oh no yeah that was a different guy yeah. yeah. Um, the You're other, talking about Martin Clunes. Other, yeah. yeah. So when he comes in and gives a speech at the end about putting on a play, I'm like, oh. Yeah, he's yes. so good. And he's in so many, like, all, all the, the British things. Yeah, he's, all the British things. Well, he's Doc Martin in Doc Martin. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I knew his face looked familiar. <laughs> I think it was a beard. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, then Simon Cowell comes in and is evil. No, yeah, Simon Cowell. Callow. Yeah. Callow. 
different yeah. person. Yeah. Um, and he's evil, and you're like, oh, Ugh. you're so fun when I you're love not him evil. So much. Yeah, just so many great people. Oh, and yeah, Tom Wilkinson. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, just basically everybody looks vaguely familiar. Yeah. Um, and it's really great. And then, yeah, like Rupert Everett, who for some reason didn't get credited in the movie either. I know, which is really yeah. weird. And then, and also, like, like, isn't that a thing? I don't know how it works, but isn't that a thing we could fix? You would think so. Like, but I guess, I mean, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know how that, how, like, the legalities of credits work. Yeah. Yeah, but they're just, everybody's really great. And then we have moist mm. cardboard Ben Affleck. <laughs> um, and, like, this is no shade against Ben Affleck. I really no. like Ben Affleck. I think he's been in some really great movies. I like him as an actor. I'm glad he got, like, you know, he's, like, happily married to J-Lo now. I assume it's great. He has no ability to do a British accent. Nope. And... Basically, he's just an attractive prop in this movie. I know. And it's like, his role is really funny. And I think it could have been done incredibly well Mm -hmm. by a different person. And then it's also just like, he's everywhere. He's like, leading, doing the choreography. He's like, telling the guy to raise the curtain. I'm like, why is Ben Affleck with... Like, in all of these scenes, and then and those ones, he doesn't even have any lines. It's literally for him to just get more FaceTime, which is so... Yeah. And like, I don't know at the time who I would have cast, but I think like a young British actor who's not stupendously famous outside of England, Mm -hmm. but who's like that same level of like charming. There's oodles of them. Oh, yeah. Like, just there's got to have been somebody else. But also, according to IMDb trivia, which I know is dubious and like this could be more of like a PR thing than actually happened. But apparently Weinstein offered him the lead and Ugh. I like I don't even think the movie would have come out. No, I think it would have just been It would have just been like it's just no. awful. Nope. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry, I'm just just keep thinking of trying to think of British actors who could I know, right? Like who are the sort of the right age and look. Yeah. I'm sure I'll think of someone later. Yeah. I I keep <laughs> thinking of people who are like who would have been too young or too old at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like Jude Law. Yeah, Jude Law would have done it. That would have worked. Yeah. He would have been good in that. Yeah. No, oh, now I'm sad. Um, I don't know if he was famous then, but Colin Farrell? Yeah, like young Colin yeah. Farrell. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, he yeah. was famous, because soon Daredevil yeah. was going to come out. Um. Yeah. yeah, no, he was around. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. There's got to be... There's Yeah, there's so many other choices. Like, there's whole... Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be British. It could have been somebody who was like Irish or Scottish or Australian yep. or, yeah, yeah. Yep. Even and like could have changed his age also. Like yes, he didn't have to be young. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think though they they did need to be sort of like that charismatically super handsome. Oh yeah, definitely that. But I'm like, he didn't have to be that age. He could have been yeah, that's true. A wide that's variety true. of ages. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, <sighs> anyways, shall we summarize some uh, tropes? Because yeah, there's yeah, a lot. there's there's a lot. <laughs> yeah, mistaken identity, of course, cross dressing like, as we discussed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we didn't really talk about the cross dressing this, but it also is very minor and like fits in with the period kind of, except in reverse. Yeah, it's obviously much less problematic than doing yeah. it in two thousand and six, and yeah, yeah. and also like of- I'm sure she was not the first or only woman who was like, oh, yeah. pretending to be a man to get a job 
yeah. Yeah, the only problem I have with the cross-dressing is how did all of her hair fit in that wig? Yeah. Yeah. So. Although, like, the big collar at the back of her, the jacket that he wore helped. Mm. Yeah. Because it sort of helped, like, made the shape. Anyways, yeah. Like, epically running or taking a ferry boat across the river to, like, stop a wedding or do mm-hmm. a thing. Um, play within a play. Yeah. Like, High School Musical 2 and a big, big ending. Mm-hmm. Um, not a musical, but the the big end before the denouement is the yes. play. Yeah. Yeah, Romeo the play's the big end. The side characters, with the exception that we talked about, are, like, mm. overall way more interesting, watchable, enjoyable, like, yeah. than the main storyline. Yeah, because, like, you know that the story is not going to end well. So, I mean, at least mm-hmm. she doesn't die of the plague. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. Love at first sight, of yeah. course. It's mm-hmm. very much the exact same scene as yeah. Romeo Although- and Juliet and West Side Story. <laughs> yeah, although for her, she's known of his poetry and writing. Yeah before so it's not yeah, really so it's love at him. first sight but mm-hmm. for him yeah a gross and evil fiance slash husband it's a weird yeah. typo it's like gross finance what yeah 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 um and then so Viola, like she's not manic pixie um yeah because she has agency and she does this thing she, like she yeah. takes her fate into her own hands for a little while mm-hmm. but when she's playing when she is herself and, like, Lord Wessex comes to her and is like, we're going to get married. She's so dumbfounded by the role that is her life, which is really incredulous to me of, like, like what what have you been yeah. doing before now? Especially because they're not playing her like she's, like, like 14. Like, she's, no, she's older. Yeah. I mean, I don't think but, she's, like, old, old, but, you know, like, no, that no. character is not, like, She's, like, super the perfect young. marriage age. And I'm, like, I'm not saying it's... A, what her role is is good but like this is her life what well, would she think she was doing when she went to all those balls and when she went to the theater with the queen and like all this stuff like what did she think that was happening yeah like people rich people mostly went to theater to be seen like you weren't yeah. necessarily going to watch the show you were going to be part of society yeah so i think also like her parents i mean they're barely in it but like they don't come across as super evil like i don't know and like her parents are super wealthy they didn't have to marry her off to somebody who is going to Virginia, right? Like, yeah, she could have, you know, like if she'd found somebody who was appropriate for her to marry, like at, you know, like that her parents would accept, they probably mm-hmm. would have been fine with it. Yeah. 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 Uh, but she wasn't actively doing her job as yeah. a woman or, of yeah. Yeah, she was just birth like or whatever. Hoping, hoping for the best kind of. And yeah. Yeah. I think like they definitely make it they like want to make it evil because they want Lord Wessex to be evil. Of, like, of course. Yeah. She will breed and if not send her back. And like the dad has like an evil mustache. I'm like, he's not evil. He's just a dad doing his job that has a daughter. Like that's how it works. Yeah. It's 1593. Like, you know, and Lord Wessex is not great, but he's also doing what he needs to do. Yeah. I mean, like, he's pretty evil. <laughs> like he's evil, but he's not like, he's not being. No, he's not like unexpected. Yeah. 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 It's just, and she's like, what? What are you talking about? I yeah. mean, I might be getting married. Like, it's just, yeah. 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 So it bothers me more. Like, it always yeah, bothers if she'd, me, if she'd, it bothers me more. If she'd taken control of her life in a, like, appro- like I mean, I hate saying appropriate, but, like, yeah. you know, in a way that would have allowed her to actually exert that control rather than, like, a fictional or fantasy way mm-hmm. of, like, I want to be an actor. Like, well, I mean... You can, but it means you'd have to, like, 
run away from your family if you want yeah, to do that. Yeah, exactly. And, like, and it's like, and none of that's ever really even discussed. Like, what is her end game? Like, she's going to be in this play, and then she thought what her life was. She was just going to go back to being normal. Like, what did she think was going to happen? Yeah, if she didn't meet him and she didn't get married. Like all of that. Like, what was going to happen? Like, did she... What did she think her life was? Yeah. So, she whereas live if in she, her parents' house forever? Yeah. Yeah. If she'd taken agency and, like, taken control over who she wanted to marry mm-hmm. as much as she was allowed to, then, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I, I think, know. like, it might have... I might have liked her more if she had already been married and then had mm. snuck off mm-hmm. to be... Mm-hmm. To play this man and then they had an affair. Yes. I think I would have liked her more because then at least she would have accepted her role yeah. in society. Yeah. Like, it, and if... You know, she was doing this as like her last ditch thing because she know that knows that her husband, once he has enough money, is going to move to America, like move to Virginia. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, yeah. that's true. Would have been, yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Okay. Okay. So bad accents. We already talked about only two of them, but you yeah. know who you are. Gwyneth Paltrow's is fine. It's not outstanding, it's, but it's not horrendous. Yeah. It's you know she got a lot of work to practice on sliding yeah. doors. Which yeah. is that on the list? It's mm. a good movie. um yeah and then like random happenstance slash like shoehorning the yeah shoehorning the ending into like them playing romeo and juliet at the end Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. okay which is a big important part of the sex montage is that she knows all the lines yes parts as well yeah which is makes sense okay does this movie pass the bechdel test well there's only three women in this movie i guess and the mom yeah but a little bit? Yeah. Like, she talks to her nurse, uh, Imelda Staunton, about wanting to be an actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but, well, like, yeah. the queen talks to her, you know, those, the queen knows she's a girl. Yes. When she's talking to Thomas Ken. Yeah, she's that's like, true. Know what it's like to be in a man's role. So, like, that also counts, technically. Yep. So. Yep. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, mostly yep. it's a, you know, romance, falling in love movie. So, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, do you have any hot takes? I think our hot takes we've already really talked about. Mm-hmm. Side characters are the best part of this movie. Yeah, and if you just imagine that Ben Affleck isn't in the movie, it's the exact same movie. Like, even without, yeah. even if that character's not in the movie, it's basically the yeah, same movie. Yeah, it's the same movie. Yeah, you yeah. could have had a nameless person be Mercutio, and it would have been Exactly, same. yeah. But yeah, all the side characters are amazing, and I uh-huh. really enjoy all of them. So. Indeed, indeed. All right, let's build a pie chart. Okay. okay, so I guess so. Josephine's carrying the storyline on his magnificent back. Yes, oh, I was going to say his like, chest under his flowing garment undergarments. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he he does an incredibly good job, and it's uh-huh. weird. I don't know what happened to why he went away for so long. I feel like I looked it up once, and it was a little bit weird. But now he's in, or he was in Handmaid's Tale. I don't know. I don't yeah. Know. He's so... It, there's more, There's another season of Handmaid's Tale coming out. He's very yeah. good and very evil and also not evil in Handmaid's Tale. It's, like, very complicated. <laughs> um, yeah. Maybe, like, 30? 20? Yeah. I would say 30. Like, he's okay. definitely... It's a big he's, part. Yeah, he's really good in this. And, like, the fact that mm-hmm. Gwyneth Paltrow and Judy Dench... Like, I'm not... Like, they were good, but, like, he also should have been nominated, at least. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, so many Shakespearean mentions. <laughs> yes. So many. Mm, 30? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like, the Shakespearean inside jokes is, like, half the plot of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> Or, like, true. not even inside jokes, just, like, nudge, nudge, 
Wink, wink. Yeah, wink, this wink. Is, Don't you get this? Yeah, uh-huh. this is a Shakespeare line. Okay. Epic, amazing British actors. Mm, like, 20? Mm-hmm. Because we already covered the Joseph Fiennes part, so, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Oh, the costumes are good. Her wedding dress is oh, awesome. Yeah. Wedding coat, I uh-huh. think. It's, yeah. It's I'm not really saying they're historically accurate, because there was a whole lot no. of, like, corsetry worn right next to the skin and, like lack yeah, of yeah. undergarments and also too many mm-hmm. undergarments if you're justified yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah 10 15 mm-hmm. which leaves no I would say 10 10 because yeah. the yeah, last one to, the last one should be 10 also because it's sexy montages sexy montages there's, there's a lot of montages in this movie for it being a historical period piece I know so many montages I feel like the sexy montages need more than 10 okay maybe well take joseph fines down to 25 mm-hmm. yeah. yeah okay so we have shakespeare mentions 30 joseph fines 25 amazing british actors 20 sexy montages 15 really great, great costumes 10 yeah yeah, yeah. <sighs> and okay doesn't really apply our next segment because what's next for them Nothing. Nothing. I mean, we know what's next for Shakespeare. We know that she's in Virginia and they will never see each other again. Yeah. And Shakespeare and all the stuff they talk about the beginning of Twelfth Night isn't how Twelfth Night starts. So whatever. They couldn't even get that part right. I don't I know. know. I was like, are they talking about Twelfth Night or The Tempest? Tempest? Or maybe. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was strange. I was like, you guys, it's right there. Like, you got Romeo and Juliet, correct? Why can't you... But maybe there's like some historical folios of Twelfth Night, like the the original version, and then it was edited later. I don't know. Yeah. And then what's next for us, Lindsay? (laughs) Oh, it's fallen to fall and fallen to love. Mm -hmm. Who's Tom and Meg? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we'll be back in two weeks with Sleepless in Seattle, which isn't really a fall movie. It's kind of a Christmas Valentine's movie, but I don't care. (laughs) Tom and Meg means fall, and I don't care that September isn't fall. Yeah. It's going to be amazing, and I'm super excited about it. Yes. Yeah. We're going to do all the Tom and Meg. Well, not all, but a bunch of Tom and a Tom Hanks Tom and, and Meg. Uh, Meg Ryan movies. And yeah, that brings us to the end of our episode. You can rate or review us wherever you get your podcasts, like Spotify or Apple Podcasts. You can find us on social media. We're at Charts and Hearts Podcast on Instagram and Facebook and at Charts and Hearts on Twitter. And our website is chartsandhearts.com, where you can submit your suggestions for rom-coms or interesting tropes for us to add to the list. If you want to hear more about this month's theme, this is the last of the month, We you can check out our Patreon, which is out, uh, which is West Side Story 2021. If you wanted more exciting, uh, not happily ever after Romeo and Juliet adaptations, hey. that's for you. And as we said, next month we are doing Tom and Meg, so we are... Our Patreon episode will be Joe versus the Volcano. So that's going to be a thing. And you can join us at Patreon for $2 a month at patreon.com slash charts and hearts club. And let us know your thoughts on this movie, who you would cast instead of Ben Affleck. Mm. And if you know secrets about Twelfth Night being a storm. (laughs) And also America being called America. Let us know. Indeed. in the meantime, we're still working on an outro, but Sarah has a good one. So, uh, oh, Sarah. Who knows? It's a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> How does it end? Who knows? It's a mystery. Um... <laughs> Bye. Bye.